Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm a workaholic. Oh, wow. Okay. I stay busy. Money on my mind. Okay? So you know what I'm doing on a Sunday night while watching the game? By the way, Heat Nation, Heat in 5. If you're, if you're from Denver, stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> it's Heat Nation. After the Heat win, we could be friends again. Sunday night, me and my sister go to a lounge. We're on our laptops. Okay, we're working. We got money to make. I'm just optimizing <laughs> my LinkedIn. <laughs> all I, she's just helping me optimize my LinkedIn. That's all. Uh. So we go to this lounge on Sunday night. Wi-Fi is not working. They have a guest Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is not working. Can mm. you believe it? It's the point of being open. Don't you hate that? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate going somewhere with their Wi-Fi. Hello? You like had Imagine going to like a library and the Wi-Fi just doesn't work. Like, you what do you do there? You literally had one job. Anyways, they had a they had a, a private Wi-Fi connection, right? And you know, like I'm a I'm a high quality man, so like I I think in certain spaces I deserve the private Wi-Fi. Would right. you agree? I don't know. Right. About so that. in this in this place, I'm a regular. Okay. In this spot, Orlando, Florida, Marsh, Orlando, I'm a regular. Okay. They know me. I asked them um, for their private Wi-Fi, and they say no. And I, get, I, get I feel like sad. this is a common like common thing where you just get rejected at places. Yeah. Yeah. But hold on. This is like the first like, you know, like the the first mountain of the story. OK. Oh, wow. Here's this is act two. I returned the next day as of yesterday. Um, me and my sister got money to make. I got a LinkedIn to optimize. Right. I'm hoping that I'm hoping <laughs> that this night the Wi-Fi is working. I'm hoping we go. To our surprise, boom, Wi-Fi is not working. Now what? Now what do I do? Except for this day, my friend is working. He's not my friend. He's like my like, it's like, you know, you know how you have like professional relationships on LinkedIn. Right. But like, you're like, yeah, like I'll connect with you. Like maybe I could benefit from you one day. I have one of these um, that works at this lounge, right? His name is Stan. Shout out to Stan. He's Uzbeki. Thick accent. He's my guy. I call over Stan. I'm like, Stan, your guest Wi-Fi is not working. Like, what can we do here? Can we work something out? <laughs> I'm right. like, and he's like, what do you want? And I was like, please, can, can I have your private Wi-Fi? And he said, sorry, man. Can't give that to you. I'm like, Stan, listen. Like, I have a LinkedIn to <laughs> optimize. What can we do here? Wh- what can we do? Right. I was like, why can I not have the private Wi-Fi? I'm making a scene. I don't care. Why can I not have the private Wi-Fi? He says, oh, the, the owner says not to share the password. I'm like, Stan, come here. 
<laughs> I point him out. I point him. I show him on the laptop. There's there's a there's a mark that you could press that says um uh for don't remember password right. So when like you only put it one time, it doesn't save on your laptop. And I'm like, Stan, look here. Just put it in one time. I just need it tonight. Okay, I'm not gonna remember this password. I'm not gonna look at your fingers, seeing what you're typing. I'm not gonna tell the owner that you give it to me. Just put it in. And after some back and forth, guess what happened? <laughs> Stand yeah, on the wife. You could probably, you could probably finish this story for me. So, right. moral of the story. What's, what's the moral of the story? There, the there's story. really no moral of the story, but I'm just glad <laughs> you story? had an happy ending because usually you get like rejected and then you leave <laughs> the premises like pretty sad for most establishments. But you know, this one's a happy ending. You know. So more, more of the story. Don't back down. Okay. Right. <laughs> Keep the money on. Don't your mind. lose motivation. Right, because you know, there's this chai, this chai guy in Jackson Heights. He yells at me every time I try. Like, look, quick, quick side story. I get, I get shot from this one spot. I have sensitive hands. Or four minutes in. <laughs> quick, All right, you know what? You know what? Story. You know what? I'll story for next episode. Stay tuned. Anyways, welcome back to our podcast called Difficulties, a podcast about different South Asian narratives. I am Mahua, and my name is Mosh Noon. So before we get started, obviously obviously leave us a five-star rating on spotify or whatever platform you listen on we'll give you half a second right now and then now that you're done with that you can actually follow us on instagram and tiktok which is at difficult dish and at difficult dish podcast because we've been popping off there as we We should and if you're not supporting us you know if you're not supporting us from from day one then then what's what's the what's the use and then, and then, how are you gonna know the updates for the hundredth episode? Fun oh, live oh, event. I, I I didn't know she was gonna say that. I didn't oh know she was wow! That. I dropped oh, the wow. gem. I wow. dropped the gem. Listen, listen, guys. It's this is episode ninety two. Y'all listen to. We yeah. got eight more. Eight. Yeah. That's two months. Yeah. Okay. So August, New York City. Hey, secrets out. Secrets out. I'll stop. I'll but stop. anyway, stop. anyway. So you know, on our story. On our Instagram, we we put out a little thing like, what are your experiences with body image, right? Because we had a right. whole episode on food culture in South Asian society. And in that episode, we talked briefly about how food obviously has an influence on our body and just all of the comments that we get on our body, even if you're yeah, a do. little bit bigger, if you're a little bit skinnier, there, there are comments for everything, right? So we left a little yeah. open-ended discussion question on our story, and we got a lot of responses from y'all about just yeah, y'all the experiences that you've been going through, and not even just about body image. A lot of you were talking about skin color, you know. A lot of mm-hmm. you were talking about um, like hair, how hair mm-hmm. plays a part, the way you dress, it and do. just the comments. Like so many wide, a wide variety of comments on just different things related to the body, right? So in this mm-hmm. episode specifically. We want to focus more on, you know, weight and body image and just like the toxic idea of body image in this society. And also, obviously, a lot of a lot of communities outside of just South Asian culture. Unfortunately, it's like this all across the world in a lot of cultures, you know, based on like beauty standards, just different different cultures in general. But, you know, we got we got a lot to talk about, you know, unfortunately. For uh, for us South Asians, there's often just one specific particular way that you should look, and if you don't look like that, 
God forbid you are not perfect. And even if you are quote unquote perfect, there's still like something. Yeah. There's still always going to be something, right? Um, but, but tell me a little bit about what body image conversations you've had, um, growing up as a woman, you know, I'm here with my own experience, but I am well aware that the, uh, the experiences of a woman growing up South Asian, they see y'all go, y'all go through it. <laughs> y'all, y'all yeah, get that's a whole different font. the left jab, the right jab yeah. from the aunties and God knows who. Yeah. All right. So. What is uh what is it like uh for you in your shoes? So first off, I want to give a little disclaimer. I was never really overweight or bigger. So I didn't really get like fat shaming comments as much, so I know it's a lot harder for people that are bigger than me. I am on the skinnier side. Uh, I guess I'm on like the mid size and so I've gotten comments on on that, which is a whole different um avenue but you know Mm -hmm. both are traumatic so i don't know why but like something that really strikes me like in my memory is like when you go eat shopping you know when you go to like all those brown stores and you're you're right putting on clothes and you're trying on things i remember like never seeing a plus sized you know like brown clothes Mm -hmm. so it just really makes you think like especially growing up and as i am right now (laughs) talk about it (laughs) (laughs) when you're growing up in the 2000s in the early 2000s it must be so excluding for the people that are a little bit bigger because they feel like they can't even celebrate Eid or diwali or whatever holiday because there's no clothing for them and if there is it's like uglier or it's like the leftover fabric that they just like put together leftovers yeah and it's just like really interesting because i remember even a few years ago i went Eid shopping and I was trying to find a specific style of clothing, right? And I showed them the style. And they were like, oh, this is usually for pregnant women and bigger women. And I was like, what the hell mm. does that mean? And it wasn't even yeah. like that at all. So it's just really yeah. interesting how how that just is like in my memory, you know? And something else on top of that, I feel like something else that I've heard a lot in Bangla, if you guys understand, is just like, but like she's really right sweet like Literally, that girl's yeah. a, that girl's yeah. a, that girl's a little fat and like and like a little dark yeah. but like nice. you know <laughs> she's still nice, she's nice. like <laughs> they okay. they have this like underlying tone where it's like yeah she might be ugly as shit and she might be fat but that doesn't mean that her character is bad like that's literally <laughs> just like the nice way of saying the biggest insult because why do you have to preface a compliment with like the worst insults that you can think of in their head? They think it's like the worst insults. They think that someone that's right. darker or a little bit heavier is like the worst thing in the world. And that's an insult. And so it's right. just like, like, what was the point of that? And it's like, <laughs> and it's like literally sometimes they'll be their own mother. <laughs> yeah. Talking about their daughter, like, yeah, my daughter's, you know, blah, blah, blah but she's nice. That's your daughter. Right. <laughs> Please right. give her some some love. And Actually, that's their love disguised, you know. I guess. And you know something else? It's like when you're shopping for clothing like that, and also when you know aunties or uncles or whoever they see younger aged girls or younger aged women, um, and they are a little bit heavier, they're like, "Oh, she looks like a mohila already," 
which means like oh <laughs> she looks like a like a woman that's you know, has kids already like how is that yeah and it's like why do people feel so inclined to comment on how people look for things that are out of their control and just like compare them to a woman which isn't even a bad thing yeah. like you're insulting both parties now you know it's just so yeah. weird i just think for so long not even for like still ongoing in in just like our part of the world women artists put at like they're they're seen to pursue life in like one way you you grow up once you enter your teens you start helping around in in the house and start cooking and cleaning and if your family doesn't have money they send you off to get married and then when you're married and super young, you have like one job and it's just to be a housewife. And women are just given this very linear path in, in life to where any sort of like objection that occurs in their life, not even occurs, just like if, if they are not seen as seen as like the perfect daughter, there are just like infinite comments that are going to be made upon her. Yeah, it's it's sad because like, I, you know, as a as a man, like I hear my own thing, but I know, especially growing up with a sister, the sheer amount of just comments and stuff that is always going to be thrown their way by like anybody, by like your own family, by your non-family, by your 16th cousin, by your own grandmother and everybody in between. It's like they always all want to comment about the way that you look. There's there's so much scrutiny for specifically South Asian women and it's under the guise of religion like, oh, we want you to cover up or we're protecting you because this is what it's like in islam or religion but really it's under culture like i remember growing up i am you know for the most part very petite and i'm smaller i'm shorter but i have a bigger chest and i was always sexualized for that growing up because it's like like i grew up with that like obviously i didn't ask for that and because i had that i couldn't wear certain clothing that is normal on most people because it would look different on me and it was i was always told to like cover up and that wasn't because of culture you know in their eyes i mean that wasn't for religion in their eyes they were like oh we're doing this because you have to be modest and you have to cover up for religion but really it's because they don't trust the own their own men they don't trust the right. the people in their family and so they want me right. to be covered or be modest and hide something that i can't control when they should be policing the men, you know? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's very true. Yeah, I'm always told to, you know, wear the scarf, wear something loose. But when you wear something too loose, then mm. it's, it's, then it's your man. 
<laughs> no in between. You're, you're a borderline man. Yeah. You can't wear anything too loose because then you're homeless or you're a man. Then if you wear something uh, too tight, you're going clubbing. Wow. Yeah. So, so you know, from a male perspective, what has it been like for you regarding body image and weight and things like that? Because I know right now you're on your losing weight grind. Trying. Yeah. I'm just goddamn traveling me. Yo, whenever I go somewhere, I like literally forget about my whole diet and I'll just eat. He just, blames like, it on traveling, and... but really it's not. Because it is. Let me tell no, you guys. You, let no. me tell you guys. So he eats clean like when he's home, right? But when we went to Atlanta, he was like, yeah, I'm not going to eat like, I'm not going to eat bad food. Like, I'm just going to try to eat clean. Like, you guys are always forcing me and spoon feeding me. So he was like blaming it on us, right? But then once we got there, he was ordering chicken wings every single day. Like one day he was like about to start crying <laughs> because the true. chicken wing That's place was true. closed. Chill. That's it's not true. Cr- you ordered literally like the heaviest, friest food every multiple times a day. What are you talking? All right, relax. Now, now you're taking over. <laughs> I did not do that. I got some chicken wings. They weren't even fried. They were just they're just baked chicken wings. That's relax. Okay, look, look. I'm I'm man enough to say that I can't control myself. Oh okay? wow. I can't. I I love food. Okay, and I what I say about like oh like it happens when I travel or when I'm with people. I'm being I'm being honest. It's like when I'm by myself, I can contain myself. But when I'm around other people that are also not eating great, listen, I'm I'm more inclined to not eat great. Okay, I got I have I have trouble containing myself when it comes to food. I love me some some nice chicken wings. Okay, I love me some nice you know mac and cheese. Okay, I love me some nice pasta. Okay, right. I got, listen. All right. Anyways, so I think it's kind of like funny, just like weight and body image growing up as a guy, because like. Every family is going to be different. I mean, first off, all all of our mothers like overfeed us as children. When we're like a super fat baby, it's seen as healthy. Like, yeah, we could we could have comments about, but at the end of the day, I want a fat baby, so like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. All that but it's dude. like, but it's like you know when they get into like, my my mom has made this reoccurring comment my whole life, where like she's like, oh, like you're in your growing years, you have to eat more. But it's like my mom said this when I was five when i was 10 when i was 15 20 and now 24 my mom's still saying it. i'm like mom at one point do i like not eat a, like ten thousand calories a day is mm-hmm. it she's like oh when you stop growing i was like mom like when do i stop growing <laughs> and so i don't know like i understand it's in our culture to just like overfeed and to just like not really put physical health at the top priority like there are other priorities that our families are always going to list as number one before it's like going to the gym it's like you know i know so many guys especially like i'm thinking about this one guy that i went to high school with he was he was bangli and he was super smart you know perfect grades went to like a super good school but his parents were like so like probably the, the strictest parents i knew and he had a cousin who was a girl and her parents were just as strict super like super duper strict he was never allowed outside never like hung out in the neighborhood never went out on the weekends so we never went to the gym he never played basketball outside never never did anything and he ended up really overweight and i remember this one time he came back for college and i hung out with him maybe like right before covid and like he was telling me just like how devastated and insecure he's been his entire life about like his weight and i at the time i would make like not snarky comments but i'll be like yo like why like what's stopping you from like trying to like 
improve yourself. And he's like, he was just like, yo, like when, when like, he's like traumatized of trying to like pursue physical health because every time he wanted to growing up, he would just get like scolded from his parents saying that like, oh, that, that's not important. Oh, just like school, 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 blah, blah, study, blah, blah. You know, so I think when it when it comes to guys, of course, the, the experiment or the experience is always going to be different from women. But I know a lot of guys that are insecure about their weight. But, you know, no, no guy's ever going to say that. No guy. And it's only to like their closest friend. They'll like say that, you know, a lot of guys are, are like scared to go to the gym because they don't want to face those fears. You know, a lot of guys don't know how to maneuver through like bad eating habits or like just like poor life decisions you know it's it's hard for a lot of us to not only like learn how to move through all this but to just have like the power just like the strength to like go to the gym and i i know it sounds silly but like it's tough to face the fact that you are not happy with yourself and you're Mm -hmm. not comfortable with yourself you know like growing up i i haven't always been comfortable with my weight but i've never like cried about it i was just always like okay like I'm not super confident, but I'm also, like, not going to just let myself, like, lose myself. So I always force myself to get some physical activity. So it's always been easier for me to just, like, be up and active. And, like, I love running. I love basketball. I love I, – I enjoy going to the gym. But I know it's it's really, really tough for a lot of guys to even begin that conversation with themselves, to look in the mirror and say, like, just be vulnerable enough with yourself to say that you've let yourself go and and you need to work on this one thing just to better yourself you know Mm. so i think um i think a lot of guys deep down do struggle with body image yeah a lot and a lot of time it's going to be the guys that are super duper cocky and super annoying yeah and are and are you know just mad annoying online a lot of time you know and we have this conversation all the time we're like where you get like a hate comment on like a TikTok or just like a stupid comment. Like a lot of these people are just like struggling with themselves. And I have the benefit of having healthier outlets for a lot of my like insecurities or, you know, troubling ideas as do you, you know, you don't go around leaving hate comments. At least I don't know if you do. <laughs> you, ever left, you, ever, you, ever, you ever left a hate comment? Maybe when I was like when eight. Like 14. What'd you say? I don't know. I don't you got remember. A big head. You got a big head. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um but but you know like a lot of time it's not an excuse for the behavior a lot of men will portray but a lot of these men are really struggling you know so yeah i think i think that's interesting because like it makes me think about all of the uncles that are a little bit older now and for the most part i think there are obviously a lot of fit people in south asian communities but i think there are also a lot of uncles that are a little bit more overweight and they have like a gut you know and they have like that belly and obviously this has there's a lot of reasons for this first it can be all of the undiagnosed health problems that we have that people just don't want to get help for it can also be about the food culture that we talked about in our last episode we have such a heavy and rich food culture and that can you know Mm. make them like that it can be also the lack of exercise. It can also be that a lot of them are working, sitting down, and they're not caring about, you know, like going outside True. for a walk or things like that. True. But also another another thing that you mentioned is just like it's it's hard for the men in South Asian culture to be vulnerable. It's hard for them to talk about that this is bothering them. So they kind of just like 
eat it away and just continue the cycle because they just don't know another way out. And a lot of them also are kind of enabled, you know, a lot of them depend on their wives to cook for them and they're not making their own healthy foods. They're not making, you know, the own, their own, um, like, uh, like solution to the problem. So it's just Mm -hmm. like so many different factors to this. And, you know, it's, it's not something new. They're usually the ones that have to suck it up. And I wish there was more representation for that. And I'm glad that we are talking about it now. And, you know, I don't I don't think this is ever going to be something that's normalized for like our culture with like like Instagram, social media. We'll see like plus size models um, pop up that like get popular. And, you know, a lot of them are like POCs and just people of diverse cultures. And I cannot imagine the amount of bullshit that these people get from the people that look just like them because you know what's crazy i don't think the white people are saying nothing to them you know Mm. like if you get a plus size like south asian model or just like public figure white people white people are gonna be supportive ones yeah it's our own people it's literally gonna be the people that are looking so you know we we criticize not criticize but like we comment on like the actions of white people a lot of the time but like a lot of time it'd be your own that Mm -hmm you know what for whatever reason it is what because you're jealous that you know they're getting a viral tiktok and you didn't or like they're getting an opportunity that you didn't whatever the reason is that like you feel the need not like our listeners but like someone feels the need to just like have to bring someone down just because of like and like just not taking into account the fact of like how much power it must have took for that person to even post it knowing that they're gonna get some bullshit Mm. you know so our own people are so supportive of one another, but there's also a group of people that hate on their own culture the most, you know, like they can't stand to see them win, which is so wild that, you know, it's there's like such a stark difference. But, you know, something else on top of the experiences that I've had, I talked about this in the food culture episode, but, you know, a lot of our moms when they were pregnant, they didn't really gain weight. And that was kind of like a flex, you know, they, mm. they tell their kids later on, like, yeah, I only gained negative pounds when i was pregnant with you and you know and they still fit into their clothing from 30 years ago for the most part if they don't it's a big problem so my mom barely gained weight when she was pregnant with both me and my brother right and with that expectation like if you guys watch the show this is us i love that show Mm. when you have like a mother and daughter relationship for example if the mother grew up and she was very skinny for the most part and the daughter grew up and she wasn't you know and she, the daughter sees that the mom is getting so much good treatment and she gets pretty privileged and all these things, you start to resent your mother for, you know, yeah. for how she is and how skinny she is, even though it's not her fault. And just, you know, growing up bigger. And I can't really deal with, I can't really understand that because I didn't go through it personally. But I must, but it must be so hard for the daughters that grow up with thinner moms and they just constantly feel compared to their mom is constantly like just hitting them with jabs and just making them feel mm-hmm. little for things that they can't control. And it just must be so hard to live in a family like that. What is it with like brown moms that just don't believe that sometimes their daughter is just like was born away? Like I feel like every brown mom thinks that you can be like edited and like photoshopped into a very specific way but i feel like none of them ever like accept the fact that like oh this is just my daughter and this is like how she was born yeah they don't want to take accountability considering they're the ones giving them the food well, and like <laughs> is there her genetics for the daughter like you know shout out to the women 
the men too but like shout out to the women that struggle with body dysmorphia and body image and are like actively always trying to like work on themselves and become the most comfortable confident version of yourself because i think i don't know if this is going to come off wrong i know i said this before but a lot of time some people are born a little bit more lucky in that they don't have to go to the gym they don't have to really watch what they eat yeah a lot of time a lot of us are a little bit unluckier i think i'm a little bit on the unluckier side whereas if i eat popeyes for a week you will notice like you will notice and i have to actively go to the gym i have to actively keep myself active and like try to get like steps in and just like make sure i'm going outside and just like doing something because i know what would happen to myself if i stopped doing that you know i i just wanted to give a special shout out to the people that are conscious of that that love food but you you know that you can't let yourself go that mm-hmm. hate going to the gym but you know that you gotta go like it, it shows it shows a lot of strength and it shows yeah. a lot of grit this is this is a disclaimer actually no this is a psa for anyone listening <laughs> so you know when we hear comments like this a lot of the time we internalize it and then our way like what you said about the hate comment before a lot of people like lash out onto random people and they put their insecurities onto random people right so if you constantly hear comments about your weight about your color the color of your skin or whatever it is you start manifesting that and then you start telling other people the same thing and you start you start insulting people on the same thing i think it's really up to us to unlearn that mindset and not just inflict our pain onto other people because there are so yeah. many people that are like, oh my God, I am not going to be like the last generation. I'm not going to be like the aunties. I'm not going to be like my mom. And then they end up worse yeah. than them. But then you you drop in hate comments. Yeah, you're dropping the hate comments. Get off TikTok. You're the one in a little Chill. click looking at your girls looking behind right. you. And you're uh-huh. like, oh my God, look at what she's wearing. Look how fat she is, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I know Relax. a lot of people that are like that. And it's, it's not even drop, just like name that. Name drop them. <laughs> What's their name? It's not even just like that in South Asian cultures and a lot of different communities but again if we are going to be the change in the next generation we can't just unknowingly just do the same thing as the last one because we never got the help ourselves or we just never confronted our own insecurities ourselves you know we can't do that so honestly like if you're if you're saying i don't want to be like the last generation you know maybe you are maybe you are exactly Mm. like them because what's changed yeah what exactly changed tell me Except last, you know, last generation, they're talking to, you know, on, on ASM. No, what is it? What's ASM? A- what, what, what's the messaging thing? AIM? AIM? A- but they weren't talking. Who's talking on AIM? Are you, your parents talked on AIM? Never. <laughs> Never <laughs> M- MSN? Is it M? Is that M- MS? Is MSN one? No. Is that not just Microsoft? <laughs> <laughs> well either way they talk through um, they talk through dial-up they talk through goddamn payphones payphones dial-ups <laughs> dial-up no internet. more no more hate listen no more hate comments okay look if you're listening you're leaving a little hate comment please it's always the it's What's always wrong? the the fake profiles yeah i've been um like i had like i said earlier i had one almond biscuit i i really wanted to I was feeling, I was feeling the second one. I'll be honest, yeah. I really was. I didn't go for it because it's like 180 calories. You know what I could do for 180 calories? That's like a nice little like ice cream bar at night. So it's like, you know, like you win some, you lose some, right? So like, 
you know, shout out to. We're not keeping any of that in. (laughs) Anyways, um, as you guys know, towards the end of our episodes, we ask you guys your thoughts and feelings and opinions on our upcoming topic on our episode that we talk about right now on our Instagram at difficultish difficultish and we're gonna go through them right now so someone said i was skinny and was forced to eat and as rebellion i didn't eat and now i have difficulty eating what fills me oh my god this is so crazy because think about how south asian people their food the food is the the, the love, love language so right. in protest you're like you know what i'm not gonna make you happy and so i'm not gonna eat because I would do the same thing. When I was mad at my parents, not only would they give them the silent yeah, treatment, I'd also give them silent treatment. And then I wouldn't yeah, eat too. their food. And so now right. it's very hard for me to eat at certain times because I still think about that. It's crazy how that works. So you know how people have like binge eating when they're going through something and they just eat yes. a lot. And then there's like the other population of people who just have trouble eating when they're going yes. through something because they think of things like Jeez. this. So someone said, when I found out how generational famines affected our diet, I felt more forgiving. Yeah, I feel like there's so much we didn't even talk about. Yeah, what's that? You know, we sometimes maybe we don't even consider the fact that uh, maybe our parents feed us a lot because they weren't fed a lot. Oh, wow. You know? Maybe uh, maybe back at home the the resources were tight. You know, both of both of my parents are from villages. They can't they can't go to Trader Joe's. I can go. I can go to Publix, get chicken tender sub. When they get they got to. They got to go swimming in the river and catch a fish by their bare hands. Sorry. That's one fish. <laughs> Every time we go to this, the, the store, she's like, you know, I used to catch fish. been saying this for 25 years. So someone said, being plus sized my whole life, I never felt pretty enough in the eyes of Daisy people. It's always, she's cute, but she would look better if she looked smaller. Shopping for Daisy clothes was traumatizing. Still is, but at least Facebook aunties sell bigger sizes in storefronts and they're nicer. <laughs> Damn god bless those facebook facebook lives like my mom goes on those facebook lives those facebook lives so religiously and it's just these aunties just like putting up their clothes on facebook live just like complimenting the shit out of it pretending like oh Mm. if you don't buy it i'll buy it myself even though she owns it already and i feel like these lives have been helping our generation of people so much shout out to facebook yeah mr zuck mr zuck Add difficult dish. Ooh, this is a hard one. So someone said, voices of aunties have become my self-inner critical voice trying to unlearn it now. Aunties have said I'm fat and have gray hairs showing up. It's gray so hair. crazy because like... Why do they talk so much? Can you imagine looking at yourself in the mirror and like it's not even your inner voice talking anymore, insulting you. It's just like a random auntie's voice and you just hear their words <laughs> ringing in your head that's so traumatizing it's the fact that it'll literally be like your mom's friends cousins wife's daughter's friends right like someone from across the world and like like why do they feel the need to talk man petition Please for family members focus petition on your family petition for family members to stop commenting on a woman's appearance right upon meeting them or just stop in general yeah. because like yeah. there's more to a person it's sickening well, honestly, can't can't relate, you know, because when I walk into the room, all the aunties just call me handsome. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so someone said Indian uncles have fat shamed me, a grown man, on my birthday. I didn't even eat cake that day. I feel like these people are so like conditioned to insults. Like their family members did the same thing growing up. Their ancestors did the same thing. Their grandpas of grandpas did the same thing. 
they're so used to these backhanded compliments and like just insults that they say it so like casually and just on the reg to you expecting you to just get over it too and just like ha 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 but really their their words are so impactful and so negative they don't even realize how hurtful their words are and their comments are because like imagine just like changing the whole trajectory of someone's life and how they view themselves because of just like casual comments that you think are casual that you say on the everyday and then you get confused on why they don't want to live with you anymore or why you know they <laughs> that's the part that's the part why they don't well, want to like, associate yeah what did i do i just love <laughs> like you so freaking- much i'm just saying this to make you better how uh, how is yeah, you calling me like- fat every day gonna make me feel better <laughs> No, I say it. I say it. I say it lovingly. I say it lovingly. You know, I'm trying to help you. I'm your mom. (laughs) I'm your mom. Okay, listen to me. Okay, I'm your mom. So that means I can insult you every day. I gave birth to you. This is all you could do for me now. My my daughter. I know. I know. (laughs) I know that I overfeed you, but you are fat, and it's not my fault. Okay, (laughs) it's it's not my fault. Okay, it's it's your fault. (laughs) I know that. I know that. I'm also fat. You're but like, you cannot like, be mom. <laughs> no, literally, like, like, they, like they, they're the problem. Like they're fat themselves, and they're coming at their daughter for like, being fat. I know you're fat because of me, but you're you're, you're not you're fat not because of me. It's your fault. <laughs> uh, okay. These people are sick. Yes. All right. Shout out to the aunties. Anyway, as you guys know, we end off our episodes so with. Got- our 10 second advice 10 second advice we, we hope you like the little we hope you like the little jokey jokey of us crying and <laughs> laughing through our trauma anyway right. you guys know that you have to comment an emoji on our post every single week and you only get it if you listen all the way to the part where we talk about the emoji. right now right now so right what, now what, what emoji what should you they, making it what emoji should they comment we should make it like we should make it like a like a salad yeah yeah shout out healthy eating yeah healthy all eating. the all the times my mom told me to eat salads yeah go drop some salads on our friday post please yes, please anyways do you have time second place no do you <laughs> yeah i do all right um on the same topic i i just i just wanted it to be known that dieting can be very fun yeah it does not have to be torturous okay it is ingrained in everybody's head that dieting is terrible. Dieting sucks. Dieting is painful and it takes too long. The the once you get in the groove, I promise you dieting can be very fun. I'm not mm. talking about, you know, only eating, you know, not eating this or that. Just like being more conscious in yeah. general about Just what you're eating. It can be it can be very fun. It can you will feel better knowing what you are putting in your body. Do not see it as a chore, you know. Put it into your daily schedule and I promise you will uh you will thank yourself later. Yeah. So mine is you know, invest in a good pillow. So, you know, something about me is that I have a lot of neck pain, right? I can't sleep well because the pillow the pillow that I use is from two thousand one, right? Mm-hmm. Because why else would I need a new one? I have an old one from twenty years ago. Well, it's been right, yeah. Uh-huh. But you know, now I have neck pain. I can't move my neck. So you know, finally right, the other right. day, I got convinced to buy one of those like neck like 
you know those mattress like shifting pillows for for your head so do you know what you bought i bought it it came in today uh, oh it came in it came in yeah let's go yeah so now yeah. i got a good pillow yes. invest invest in a yeah. good pillow just because you have something and just because you don't want to waste money just because you had it from 30 years ago doesn't mean you can't get a new one because it might be time for an upgrade. right it might be time <laughs> <laughs> all right my laptop's about to die so we're ending this thank you guys for listening to our podcast rate us review us follow us um we got exciting things coming in mm. the next coming weeks mm-hmm. from one of these two co-hosts and it's not me wow okay wow. it's not me wow the other co-host on this podcast has some exciting stuff coming yeah, up it's true stay tuned labyrinth.com if you don't know all right we love you and allah, allah hafiz, hafiz.